No, I'm not the one one, but I'ma fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. Spit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough of us. We're talking about some Kind of a shame we don't have Coop in here because he's, he's no. Because he has a creepy mustache. Oh yeah, he lo he loves talking about the pedophile. He, he yeah, always I gets called me him and told him about this as soon as I I saw the yeah the article. Yeah, I, I told because he was gonna come in and um, I was like, hey, if you you can't make it today, um, like Eli can step in for you. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm I'm coming. He's like, can can Eli still come? <laughs> like, he really wanted you to be here. He wanted to hang out, but he had some something that's going on in San Antonio. So he's, I think he's gonna come by afterwards. So, so wow, Coop, Coop, fucking miss you. We How need, could you do this yeah, to me? I, I want to hear your voice again. But if he come, he might come in the middle of the show. We'll, we don't. Yeah, who I mean, knows? I mean, if he's here by six thirty, he'll be here in the next forty-five minutes. Coop, yeah. your voice is like audible chocolate. Yeah. It's 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 really the best voice like that I've personally no i want him to narrate my life story yeah but it, it, it's like it's it's kind of like a dark like it it would it couldn't be something happy it would have to be like something dark coop could play abraham lincoln in a tim burton movie yes holy shit yeah yeah but that means he'd have to have no mustache why oh yeah yeah he didn't have a mustache and he, he only can't had the really beard. grow a beard his beard's like strange he can grow a goatee, and then it just sort of stops right here. I hate most mustache-only faces, but for Coop, it, it like works out. Like I can't imagine him without a mustache. But right. like when some dudes just try to just grow a mustache, when it, I first it, it met creepy. him, he had he was no mustache. Coop, it was weird. Yeah, but, but he was also like an awkward teenager. Uh, how, how long have you known Coop for? Since he was nineteen. Wow. He was in a fucking hardcore band. I remember he was living with me when he lost his virginity. <laughs> really? Yeah, he went on a cruise with his parents. And um, uh -oh. the day he came back, we were like sitting in the living room. He went in the bathroom and he was in there forever. And when he came out, he looked super sick. And I'm like, what's wrong, dude? He's like, took me like 40 minutes to take a piss, dude. And I was like, let's take you to Planned Parenthood, brother. And they took him over there and they fucking swabbed his dick and he had gonorrhea. <laughs> and then he told me, he's like, I'm like, what happened? He's like, He's like, um, I lost my virginity on the cruise ship. I was like, you're a virgin? <laughs> I was like, so the first chick you ever fucked gave you gonorrhea. And he's just like, yeah. He's like, we're on the cruise ship. I met this girl. And then like, you know, my parents were off doing whatever. And I went to her cabin and fucked. And I was like, well, good for you. But that also sucks because you have gonorrhea. <laughs> How did he know he had gonorrhea so quickly? You couldn't piss. Well, yeah, he tried to pee and he's like, his piss was all fucked up. Oh, I thought that. I thought you were saying that he was lying about taking 40 minutes to piss and he was fucking a girl that whole time. Oh, no. That, that would be very quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fuck some bitch. You're like, I think I've gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Her Holy. pussy smells like a fucking Del Taco dumpster. <laughs> no, no, no. This was like this was like a few days after he came back from, from sea. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I actually, my That's first sexual experience with a woman was on a cruise ship. With my parents. Really? I mean, they weren't in the room, but <laughs> they, they took me on the cruise ship. Was it like a, how old were you? 17. And this was like a, like a woman, like a, like a woman, woman. I mean, she was a minor also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this segues great into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so some of the weird shit that, that happens, because we're going to get into Pizzagate. We're going to talk about some of the stuff. John Podesta raping John, minors. John, oh, yeah. But it, it, it all kind of starts off with some of these groups. Like, um, there there's these groups, like some climate change stuff, some cleaning up the ocean. Like, it, it starts off with the weird front. I don't know if you know about... Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, the Terramara project. No, but, but it, it's interesting. We'll get into it. So like, what if I was, I, I, I kind of like to start with a question now. That's, it's my new thing. I think it flows kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what if I were to tell you that the largest uh, climate environmental groups in the world help fund some of the biggest pedophile networks in the world? Climate groups. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's unfortunate because, I work in a industry that is angled towards saving the climate. Yeah, it, it well, it's it's a big scam. But, uh, you know, if, <laughs> not, if not, these kid fuckers are getting billions of dollars, then there's probably room for me. <laughs> it, it, like, it's just trickle indi- some of that money down. It's a big industry. So what? Like, no, what, I'm like, gonna like, I'm gonna be the trickle before them. I don't want uh, their you don't used want their, you don't child want their, their sex money. Yeah. <laughs> So what like like what like UNICEF like what kind of environment like so like the people who produced Leonardo DiCaprio's fucking climate change documentary like those like people like that yes exactly Fuck. so so Terramar was a nonprofit organization that was put together in order to protect the oceans their mission was to create a global o- global ocean community based around the idea of shared ownership of global commons, also known as a high seas or international waters. The organization was formed by Ghislaine Maxwell and was funded by Jeffrey Epstein. So, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy had an island, so you want the water around it to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, she has this whole thing. You like, don't. You don't want some girl that you, some dead hooker they throw into the ocean, get stuck in like a fucking dolphin net. <laughs> you wanted that shit to sink. Yeah. So the the Pew Research Group, um, they have another nonprofit. Oh my god, we're gonna get into that. Keep going. But <laughs> this is very interesting. So I think she, the vice president, her name is Tamara Lozado. Yes. She sent an email to John Podesta. This came out in the WikiLeaks. Remember when Trump was talking about Hillary Clinton's 30,000 deleted emails? Do you want to hold that thought? Because we're going to get into that. You're, you're exactly right on that. I don't think that. I think everyone listening to this right now is like, dude, finish your thought. All right, finish your thought. <laughs> finish, no, go ahead. Go ahead. So Tamara Lozado sends an email to John Podesta saying, names three, like Maeve something at Lozado and... Yeah, it's like, is, is that it, her daughter? Dude, I think that she traffics them as her own kids yeah so she has three kids seven eleven and almost nine or something yeah and 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 the children will be in the pool for sure for entertainment mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm mixing up the order of the words but those are the exact exactly, words that it, yeah. were said in the email i don't did, did you like, did, did you read the notes because that's exactly that that's really if you just remember that that's that's really impressive so, that, so they're legally her children well, it's, I, it's called Evie's sure. Crib. Evie's Crib so, is, is is a website. What I think happens, so this is all, uh, they're talking about this farm in Virginia <laughs> where um, I think they could either be f- like raising these babies from birth underground. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that 
James Alafontis owns a property that's on the same land as a, an old underground transit system. So those tunnels are still there. Mm-hmm. And he, mm, yeah, it's called the Pegasus Museum. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, so there's there, a lot of information. So there's, 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 there's also apparently a, there used to be a subway system that, that like a, a banded subway system in Washington, D.C. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, James Elephantis, the owner of Comet Ping Pong Pizza that started the whole pizza mm, thing. There's also do, do you know what else is on that street? There's another pizza place that has all the pedophile uh, symbolism in it. And uh, um, apparently they're all there's because Comet Pizza is not the only one where there's kids being trafficked and tortured and all the Satanist stuff. There's also another um, organization on that same street uh, that represents like like Haiti, like children from Haiti. So like these are all like the the Clinton um, connections from what happened with all those kids that went missing in Haiti. Oh yeah, Laura Selsby. Yes, exactly. Got caught trafficking ten thousand children. Yeah, and didn't get charged at all. She got no. She got charged with. Like uh, aggressive immigration or something. Like it didn't sound bad, or like illegal immigration. But she didn't get arrested. So she they so she, I think wait, she wait, got yeah, arrested. She did. Yeah, she did. She You're, changed her name. No, what happened? What they said only her first name. So her she had one phone call, and I think it was the, either to Hillary or Bill Clinton. Whenever uh, she was arrested, so I I I I didn't I don't remember the the full story on that, but she. I think she was arrested in Haiti, and and they tried to charge her, but like they were able to get her out. Wasn't she like pardoned by Clinton or something like that? I don't think I don't even think she had to be pardoned. Pardoned. They, they were just like we're not even gonna pursue any kind of charges for anything. Laura Selsby is the leader of a group of Christian missionaries from the Idaho-based charity that were formally charged with kidnapping minors and criminal association for trying to smuggle a group of thirty-three children out of Haiti into the Dominican Republic. Escorted by Haitian police officers. Fuck. It, it's it's dark. That sounds like. Imagine how much of that shit's going on at the border. Oh yeah. It it must be so <laughs> fucking insane right now. Why do you think the Democrats want open borders? Because they want more kids. More kids. Fuck. More yeah. holes. <laughs> more holes. It was, and it's a it's a whole industry. It's a whole industry. Like it's that's a fucking true. huge. It's like a billion dollar industry that's being ran by the most powerful people in the world. Like just just look at like the people. In um, like in the episode we're talking about right now, like Ocean. dude, I think there's some connection to the Sumerian tablets. All right, like, are you guys familiar with the Sumerian tablets? Are, are Not you, enough. Is it, in you know, it. I, are talking about like human sacrifice and drinking blood and shit like that. Yeah, that makes fucking. That's I was just thinking that because I was like, it, once the numbers of kids get so fucking high, it's like. How are you not draining blood out of people at that point? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Like keeping them indoors and feeding them and giving them showers? It's like, no, no, no. You drain them, burn the bodies, keep the blood in fucking centrifuges. and Yeah. So, and then these kids that are taken without papers and, and birth records and stuff, or even like born and raised underground, there's just millions of children in this country that are undocumented that they can just be murdered and, and will not be missed. Yeah. Oh, bro. Oh my, okay. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. There was this dude at my work. Okay. So I work at a barber shop and the fucking dude, there was a dude getting his haircut next to me. And I guess he just moved from, I think it was El Paso. 
Hey, there, that's where I'm from. There's there's water there, right? There's no water in El Paso. Okay, it was it's some, a desert. It was somewhere near fucking water, but it was on the border somewhere. And he was there's like, a Rio Grande, but there's no water in the Rio Grande. It's just like mud. Okay, it was but somewhere think, on the border, but he was talking about fucking like cartels and shit. Like he had a house somewhere where there was like water, and it's like somebody, like the city or someone, built like a huge like dock or something on the water or whatever. And something happened where the dock collapsed. And then when they kind of excavated to figure out, like, how and why it collapsed, they found that there was just basically a fucking underwater mass grave of, like, 400 skeletons. And all of it was, like, cartels dumping bodies in there for, for like, decades to the point where when they fucking just started, like, okay, stick the fucking shit in the water to fucking set the fucking pier on top (laughs) of. It was just, like, mushed into fucking oh dead bodies. And Holy it was, fuck. And it wasn't stable and eventually just fucking collapsed. And that dude was just like, yeah, me and my wife, we fucking sold our house and moved. We're like, fuck this noise. Who bought yeah. the house? <laughs> I f- probably a cartel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I overheard this fucking We need dude. a place like, to yeah, dump our bodies. Is. Let's go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> the water there is probably fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of fish. Yeah. The fish you would, are, you would the assume fish the fish. Fat. Yeah. Imagine eating that fish after they've been it's fucking full of eating humans. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You just eat the fish and you feel great. <laughs> yeah. So, so if someone was to like, w- was it you that was telling me this? Someone was saying like, if you had a friend that got their foot amputated, would you? Would you eat it? Yeah. Was that yeah. you though? Were we, yeah. Did we talk about this on an episode? Yeah. There was a there was a guy there was an American guy who was riding his he was riding his motorcycle in Germany and he crashed and his foot was completely pulverized inside the boot and when he went to the hospital <laughs> they amputated his foot. And then he was like, uh, can I have my foot? And they were like, sure, for what? And he was just like, I want to taxidermy it, put it in my house. And they were like, ha, 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 you Americans are crazy. And they were like, yeah. And they just gave it to him. So he uh, took it back to where he was staying. And then he was just like, <laughs> I think I'm going to eat my foot. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like a victimless crime. I didn't have to fucking hurt anybody. He's like, but I just want to know what human flesh tastes like. And he called some of his buddies and was like, hey, do you guys want to, like, taste human flesh? And his buddies were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they came over and they're so weird. And they were like, all right, I know this is weird, but it's not like we killed anybody. And, 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 you know, we got to eat this shit while it's fresh. So the, and, and it sounds weird, but the way the guy described it sounded so logical. That sounds normal to me. Like, yeah. If you called, if If you you called called me and you were just like, dude, I was in a, (laughs) some guy fucking kicked me, it shattered my leg and they couldn't save the leg. So. I have like I just have like calf meat. You guys want to eat my calves? I'd yeah, be like, you, you yeah, throw it, let's yeah. eat it. Throw in like, the oven just like a fucking leg of lamb. Or just do a nice like thinly sliced carpaccio or something. Mm. <laughs> Capers, delicious. I, see carpaccio that, that I goes might a little chew too it far. And spit it out. <laughs> just or just make jerky out of it or something. <laughs> yeah. Just soak it in teriyaki. If I had to make eye contact with the person whose flesh it was, I don't think I'd be able to swallow it. Yeah. But but you would still get to taste it. So yeah. you'd be like, I I did it. Now it's over. But then what if what if you get a taste for it and you want it more? <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I no. don't think it I've works. I've been addicted like to a lot of things and I mean unless <laughs> yeah. unless it's literally tastes like candy. I don't think I'm I'm not really worried about anything. And, and it gets you high like cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My meat might. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes but, like like so, it makes your mouth numb. But what if that like what what <laughs> what's the deal with these 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 like these pedophile networks where What's they want to the keep deal fucking with these kids. pedophile networks. <laughs> yeah, but why do they keep doing it? Is it maybe maybe their well, flesh is addictive? Well, 
Or There's a direct the correlation between every society to ever use human sacrifice and advancements in technology. <laughs> I don't know what the correlation is, but if you Google human sacrifice, society, technological advancement, you're going to see pages and pages of articles saying, yeah, we don't know why, but all these societies that utilize human sacrifice ended up becoming more technologically advanced. Whoa. But what about, what about like Middle Eastern countries that are beheading people in the streets and cutting off their hands for stealing and fucking look at Dubai. You can't be that Brown. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Iran will just be like Dubai in a couple of years. They'll, 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 they'll have artificial rain clouds. You got to pump those numbers well, no. up. Well, America's destroying them. Yeah. Yeah. So because it, it's, it's an America. So basically kills more babies. So, so they are stronger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So if we're talking about just pure body count, it's like, we're still winning. And, oh, that, yeah. and that's why we're on top. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. The more kids Whoever's you winning fucking eat. probably sacrifices the most people. Yeah. So. Dude, me and, uh, <laughs> me and Mike, one of our, before we started a podcast together, he was on my podcast, Caspergers. Mm. And. It's a uh, great name, by the way. We were talking about how, like, would people still support the war in Iraq if we'd started building concentration camps? <laughs> like, like Iraqi concentration camps? Or, we or called it Alashwitz. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, would people still support? Yeah, I think they would. But if we're, we're just they like, was, yeah, fuck them after 9-11, and then we're just, like, putting them in gas chambers. <laughs> I mean... I feel like once we got to that point, they'd be like, no, it's nothing like the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, well, no one would talk about it. They would pretend they don't exist. I mean, if we were able to drone strike like six million people, I think eventually someone would be like, "Hey, what are we doing?" Yeah, but you know, yeah. I mean, we're we're bombing so many people there that we fucking ran out of bombs. Remember, remember that New York Times thing about Barack Obama bombing so many, like dropping so many bombs. They're like, "We need more bombs. We're running out." Yeah, like that. That was a crazy thing. Yeah, I remember that. that. There was. A, there was oh, look it up. Look it up. It's well, not right now, but um, or well, who whenever. Was, who was the fucking drone strike operator guy that was on the Patreon episode? Oh yeah. Fucking. Uh, oh, that was uh, David Klein. Yeah, that that. Dude I was did. gonna say Chris Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sniper. Yeah, he he yeah he would just open up the window of the fucking drone and yeah. and shoot people. Yeah, David yep. Klein. He was great. It, it was a we did a. I don't remember episode. I know we did the Patreon where we're breaking down all the UFOs. So if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, check that out. $3 a month. It's like the cost of one coffee. You can fucking see our UFO break. That one coffee a month. That's actually cheaper than a coffee. It's, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like three, it's like three seventy nine for a medium. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, but anyways, um, but that's the thing. He was one dude using a fucking Xbox controller to, to like, fucking drone strike people it's like how many yeah. fucking dudes have xbox controllers that you can just bring into the fold of that yeah like I mean, there's like, so many kids it's now like, i'm wondering what Microsoft the actual is. fucking body count was dude call of duty is just trying to groom young boys into becoming drone i pilots. believe that yeah I, I, I'm, I, believe, I buy that too i believe that like if if kids think about like the strategy of war, they're like, "Well, I can get paid to do that." Well, he was talking about because he said, and then they'll just do it. David Klein said that he never. I'd actually, be pretty good at war. Yeah, <laughs> he said if he I was had, in like a Hitler position. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I could take over the world, actually. You can run for <laughs> chancellor of Germany. They, they, they might vote for you in the current state you're in now. Yeah. Germany's going to shit right now. Yeah, they, they need, they're they running out of energy. They need fresh, fresh ideas, fresh faces. I saw yeah. a, an article saying that Germany is the most anti-Semitic it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and I was awesome. like, I you don't, don't think say. that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I hope there was a Who fact Who wrote check that on article? That. That's so funny. The most anti-Semitic? Some guy named Madoff Mittler wrote yeah. the article. <laughs> Bernie Madoff. It's Ber- a- Bernie Madoff Mittler. <laughs> so another organization involved with, with known pedophiles is a man named Matt uh, Hollenby. He ran another uh, oceanic cons- conservation nonprofit organization called the Weiss Foundation. Matt Hollenby is a close friend of James Alephantis. Ooh. So well, they have a fo- they have photos together. So that, I mean they're friends. There's they have multiple photos. It's weird because when he was when they when they had the photo of of him and this group of people, all these, this group of people were all like really powerful people. But for some reason, uh, Alephantis's photo was like pixelated. Like they were like trying to hide his face. It's real. It's a really weird, uh, photo. So, um, anyways, so Weiss receives, uh, the Weiss company receives their money from Oceana Incorporated, which is owned by Pew Charitable Trust. So you're talking about that. Who, who runs the Pew Charitable Trust? I mean, we're, we're going to go over this again. Uh, so this woman named Tamara Lozado, she used to run a, a website called Evie's Crib. The website had some weird fucked up shit. It had had these like weird tabs. Have you ever seen this? Like go to no, uh, never heard of this. So so Evie's Crib, they have uh, all these tabs on the side that you. First can... of all, let's just talk about the name for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pedophile, off yeah. the bat. They're not even trying to hide it. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, but so some of the tabs were one said baby Ambien. Bones, what? Her, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna send you all this stuff. It's it's really great. Uh, well, not great, but it's p- fucking wild. Uh, another one's parental manipulation slurp. Like there's there's a bunch of fucking weird slurp. slurp. That sounds like that sounds like people eating babies. Yeah, um, there is, I I don't see anything. I'll 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 send it to you. There there's uh. Oh, where, how do you search for all this stuff? Are you on Google or are you yes. on? That's why you got to go to like. I know. Oh, uh, also the um, the stuff I was telling you about the Tamara Lozada stuff that was very hard to find because Google was censoring it. Don't use Google. Okay. Uh, I think Brave is a good one. What am I searching? Using, uh, Evie's crib and baby Ambien. I might have it. I might have it pulled up, but I don't want to. Evie's uh, crib, a suspected child brothel. Was a website run by Tamara Lozada, which contained many strange references to pedophilia and child trafficking. Yeah, so she, so in the same website, she has a photo of a naked kid, but the kid has like a, it's like censored where where the where the where the child's dick would be at. It's weird saying dick for fucking infant, but it's an infant where he's naked, and then under it, um, there there is a okay, dick. okay, fuck, dude, this is messed up. Okay. So it's a screenshot of the Evie's Crib website. Yeah. And uh, it's a picture of her with four babies. Mm-hmm. Evelyn is growing up. Soon she will be the queen of the entire U.S. of A. Right now, for a limited time only, you can spend some time with her online, raw and uncut. 
Mm. Take advantage of yeah. this now as the future. She will have the power of life and death over you. I What the fuck? I laugh because it's so fucked up. I'm not laughing at the kid. But that is, it's, it's like, you ever just hear something so messed up, you just laugh? That's how, this, this is all this stuff was when I was researching. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. That's... Um, yeah. So that photo of that kid where it was like censored, um, one of the, one of the things that said under it, it was like, um, it says, uh, where is Ruby it? Emerson and Maeve. Yes. It's un the unrated. It said unrated version of the photo are available for premium subscriber. And it put a wink, winky face. Like they're trying to be like funny, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. So these, like these sick fucks were like trying or like joking around about their like own kid. Like, I think, I think this kid, they had the, the photo was, was their own kid. Yeah. And, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the, uh, the slurp category, was yeah. uh, eating fetuses. It's got to be right because yeah, uh, there's this Jeffrey Epstein used to eat the fetuses. Yeah, there's mm. this documentary. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can call. I guess you can call it a documentary. It's called uh, Cibio di Valenza, mm. and it's basically it's this interview with this guy who uh, imports fetuses. Um, oh wow! Yeah, he, he imports. I think they come from China, and then he sells them to there's they basically sell them as food at mm. like these kind of like clandestine like restaurants. What the fuck? Yeah, and the, and in the in the video, the guy shows them how they come, and they come like cryovacked. Oh my! Ugh! So when you get like like Omaha steaks, like brought to your house, like they're they're yeah yeah that makes sense. Packed. Throw them in the freezer; they last forever. He sh he shows them. He opens it, and then he like cooks it. Ugh! And then fucking serves it. Where did you find this video? Some bit shoot, it might be on bit shoot. Yeah, bit it, shoot. It's one also, of those like weird like uh, like gore mixtapes that are out in the world. Uh, bit shoot has a lot of good stuff. Like you I can don't want to admit on camera that I want to see it, but it's not illegal. It's like surface internet shit. It's not like it's still it's weird. It is. It's very weird. But I am curious. Yeah, and it's one of those things you look at it. You're like, is this real? And you're just like, well, if it's not real, it's like the most. It's the greatest student film ever made. Mm. Because the guy's like, he's like, I, he's like, I don't get the babies. He's like, I just, I'm just the distributor. Well, they, um, there's something called Starfire, which is the menstrual cycle of a virgin of a certain bloodline, mm. like a Aryan girl's first period or something, or the period of a virgin. And they'll eat this and it'll give them like superpowers. Like Jennifer Lawrence's first period was probably like, <laughs> like taking I don't know Tyrannoball and fucking, <laughs> but with no side effects. Yeah, it, it's a, a good documentary that I found on this was uh, it was on BitChute. It it was um, the creator was named Moist Buddha, uh, Moist Buddha, and I think I it's remember called, that. Yeah, he used to be on I YouTube. Think I them. Yeah, he's great. He he makes all these videos for like PizzaGate, a lot of uh, pet pedophilic stuff uh, all these networks but i think it's called uh human trafficking volume one and it, it talks a lot about this stuff and like the whole ev script stuff they it's, it's only like 15 minutes long so like it's a really fast watch and it's full of it's it's very well done so bitch has good stuff but um but yeah so 
Oceana is a vast company that is ran by some of the most powerful people in the world. One, like one of the people that 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 serve on their on their board are members of the Rockefeller family, of course. Um, also, this company Oceana also funds the Terramar project. So it, these are like the who's who of like the global elites. I'm like so 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 far, a name we haven't really mentioned yet. Oh, actually, we did in the beginning, but. One of the, one of the main uh, funders of this thing are is the Clinton Foundation. They donated they donated one point five million dollars to the Terramar Foundation. So all these fucking people are one and the same. Like they they fund this stuff. They sit on the boards. Like they're it's this it's a fucking huge thing. Like we were saying where where um it's all these powerful people they run this this industry of human trafficking uh human sacrifice all like that really dark shit but yeah so speaking of clinton connections tamara lozada worked in the hillary uh, the hillary campaign when she was running for president in 2016 but she also was hillary's chief of staff when she was the the new york state senator um, she, one of the craziest ways how she got her job was she, she wasn't even interviewed. She just, John Podesta told them to like hire her and make her the chief of staff and boom, works for the, the Clintons. Hmm. Yeah. So John Podesta is like the glue to all this. Like, have you seen the paintings John Podesta has in his house? No, I've, no, I haven't. But, oh man. You should look that up. He has, uh, the first one that comes to mind is like seven little girls with their hands tied behind their backs, all looking over like scared. Is that his? Oh, I didn't know that was his. It's in his house. Okay. Yeah, dude, I found out about this guy years ago. I found out in 2022 when this, when all this stuff started surfacing. Yeah. John Podesta is like one of the baddest actors in this whole scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's one of the top guys. And he's, uh. And it? they just gave Biden just gave him uh, control over a three hundred and fifty billion dollar yeah. climate change budget. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's what started. Connects. That's what started this whole conversation. Because as soon as I found out about that, I called up Sean and I was like, "Bro, yeah, that's and like right when you said that, I was like, all right, that's what the episode is.' Because I was, I was trying, I was wondering, I was like, what should I do the episode on this week?' And then you call me, it's like, boom, the fucking perfect timing. Because I was like, I got to research now. Um, and he's he was also involved with uh, the CIA smuggling uh, drugs in the United States. Really? And, and he was confronted by fucking fucking Michael Rupert who wrote oh, yeah. "Confronting Collapse," and it's on it's on TV. It's like on C-SPAN or something. But uh, if you there's a video of it. Um, it's it's he was it was like John Podesta was like at some uh, they're at some high school where there's like a ton of fucking people in the community there and. And uh, Michael Rupert just like hijacked the whole thing. Was just like the because okay at the time he was working for LAPD, and he got recruited to smuggling drugs from uh, Mexico mm -hmm. through the CIA. And he basically was like, "No, I don't want to get involved in that." And then they basically fucking ruined his entire life and tried to kill him and shit. So he shows up at this high school and he's like, "Hey, like, you, like CIA, I know for a fact they're dealing, they're bringing drugs into the fucking country, and that you have something to do with it." Mm -hmm. so, like, can you publicly say that you'll the people who you're involved with, if they're guilty of wrongdoing, yeah. you'll bring them to justice? And John Podesta, it's like, oh my god, it's like a, 
It's like the, it's the, so the good. It's like the and worst body language ever. He's just like, <laughs> he's like, of course, yeah. of course, wrongdoers will be brought to fucking justice and shit. Yeah, that I, I think I posted that video on and Instagram. That was I like, seen that. and that was like it's in the nineties. It's like a ten minute video I posted on. Is that the one I posted on Instagram? I think so. Maybe. I yeah. Those, those dudes are American heroes. My, Michael Rupert and like. Gary Webb and all. Like, I still, be, I still think he got suicided. I don't think he committed suicide. Yeah, I, we, I mean, we, we, Michael uh, Rupert. Michael Rupert. I don't know who that is. Oh, look him up. He's he's so he's he called out. He's he's like the he's similar to Gary Webb, where he was exposing a, a lot. You don't know Gary Webb? Oh my god! See, he he exposed all like the the war on drugs shit, like all like how they're putting crack in in these black neighborhoods. Like he was he was calling like the C, that the CIA was involved with this stuff. They, he he called out some of the stuff that was happening during Iran Contra. How we how we funded them. Uh, we're we're funneling money to get drugs into the United States. It's it's a lot of shit, but it's the Gary Webb is like one. But he was he's a he's a guy that was calling out the like all the like the intelligence agencies like the CIA and the FBI, and he committed suicide by shooting himself twice in the head. <laughs> Like the, these these fucking people, they like they just accept it. They're if like, I was gonna kill myself, I'd use two guns. <laughs> just like just, who does that? It's like, bam. Yeah, but they're both behind. Uh, is he one of the guys that got the the shot behind his ear, like the the Clinton like style, the, behind the left ear? It Fuck. was always like boom. I think it's. I think he was also like it, it's. It's like the same guy that's doing all these killings. Oh. It's Cor- definitely not the Clintons doing it themselves. Correction: no. Michael Rupert confronted ex CIA director John Deutsch, but he there looks, it is, he looks yeah. exactly like John Podesta. Yeah, but I remember that thing. Yeah, that's my brain malfunctioning. My bad. So, um, so yeah, so Lozado Lozado wrote the famous email to John Podesta that we said earlier, and I'll I'll say it again. This is the actual email that was released by WikiLeaks. It says. Bonnie will Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve Lozado, 11, 9, and almost 7. So you have some further entertainment, and they will be in the pool for sure. So, yeah. I know we said it earlier, but I just, I think, I think it should, it's, it should be repeated how fucking weird that email is. So, the, the bottom of this rabbit hole is that there's a bunch of lizard people feeding off the blood of... (laughs) children because it gives them superpowers yes and makes them live longer so let's look at the actual chemistry of that so they say adrenochrome is what gives them that Mm -hmm. that power um and they have to terrorize the kids to get it out of them Mm -hmm. um i've never heard of adrenochrome being something you get get high off of i don't think that's the right chemical Mm -hmm. however when you are terrorized and murdered, your pineal gland releases a substantial amount of DMT, which I don't know if you guys have done DMT before, but that shit gives you fucking superpowers. Yeah, you see God, you see the other side, and you realize your place in the universe. So, so uh, drinking blood with DMT in it, you need uh, an, a monoamine oxidase inhibitor for that to affect your mind. Therefore, just drinking blood wouldn't do anything unless you added in another constituent similar to ayahuasca, where you combine the DMT root with... Something to activate it once mm. it's ingested. Yeah. Mm. However, you could theoretically drain the DMT from the pineal gland surgically, 
and inject it into the human body, which would put the DMT in your bloodstream and give you that psychedelic experience. And also they have proven that uh, if you inject younger blood into an older living thing, that it will have age-reversing properties. Whoa. Mm. They tested this on rats, where they injected the, a rat with the younger blood, and it, it lived, like, three times longer or something. What? And it, like, repaired Whoa, its own three organs. Times? It's something crazy like Damn, that. Damn, that's crazy. So there's... there's there also, are... back to the Sumerian tablets. The Sumerian tablets are the oldest written document on the planet Earth. And it recounts a story of creation by members of the Anunnaki, which translates mm -hmm. to people sent from heaven to earth. Mm -hmm. um, all the things that are said in the Bible and all the main stories in the Bible, like the Noah's Ark, David and Goliath, like, all these things were in the Sumerian tablets. However, the difference is, instead of God saying whatever is being said, it's actually different members of the Anunnaki. And they were not the creators of the universe. They were mortal beings. They were flesh and blood. And uh, in many translations, they were also reptilian. Mm. So, no, you could be thinking like, well, maybe the Sumerian tablets of this story. One of the stories is the Garden of Eden. Eden was an out, by the same name, Eden was an outdoor laboratory where they genetically modified Adamu, the first human man. So the story of Adam and Eve mm -hmm. is actually a genetic modification experiment. So it's like an allegory for like, like if somebody made up a cute story for like how penicillin was invented or something, this is like, well, like, it was written so long ago that it was near the same time that it happened. Whereas like the Torah, the Bible, these were all accounts written thousands of years after they happened. And the Sumers, in the Mesopotamians, the same people that wrote these tablets are the same people that discovered uh, the modern unit of measuring time, uh, irrigation, the wheel, civilization as we know it. Mm -hmm. And they knew about the locations of planets and, and stars. So they had access to infinitely more knowledge than we would assume that people, because we've been conditioned to believe that humans were without technology and kind of just roaming the planet for hundreds of thousands of years. And then all of a sudden we became civilized. Yeah, all and, of a sudden have, Rome appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Bro. I mean, have you seen the, the, the pictures of like the, the world fairs that used to happen in like the 1900s? Yes, this is very These interesting. Huge fucking monolithic structures with immaculate design and, and artistry. And the story was that they just built these up in a year had the world fair in them and tore impossible. them down. It's Bro, fucking impossible. impossible. These are fucking ancient structures that they they fit blimps inside them. Yeah. They're and, crazy um, looking. The story is called a Tartaria, mm -hmm. oh, which is the old earth before the global mud flood, yeah. which most likely was the the story in Noah's Ark. Yeah. But uh, the, these these structures the, they keep finding more and more structures all over the earth where uh they're like the buildings will be like half sticking out of the ground mm -hmm. where they have to like excavate it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just very convinced that all of human history has been as technologically advanced, if not more than us right now. Yeah. It, it, it's just on the other side of an ice wall. That's what happened. So 
do you know how a Tesla coil works? I don't know how it no. works, but I know. I don't it. either. But, you know, if you hold a light bulb up next to it, it'll, it'll light up. Mm-hmm. So that the energy is, is just in the air. Yeah. And it'll light up the bulb without electrocuting you. It's called alternating current. Now, you know, like the band ACDC, mm. alternating current, direct current. Those are the two types of electricity that we use. Uh, and, um, well, I don't know if we use alternating current. But Nikola we, Tesla. We, we use alternating current. It's the it's it's the easiest way to can, uh, send power somewhere because direct current. If something breaks the connection along the way, then there's no fucking connection on the other end. But if it's alternating current, that means like a lot of people can get power like very very quick. Okay, there, so there, there's Tesla. a really good movie about it. It was like Westinghouse and fucking Tesla and shit. I'm I'm gonna try to find the name of that movie, but it's it's all about that fucking like that uh that race to find out who's gonna have the more superior power to the world. I got well, it, it's, well, it's I, I had around. So the direct current is what Nikola Tesla invented through the Tesla coil. And then Thomas Edison came up with alternating current, kind of took Tesla's idea and then implemented it in America because he, while Tesla was trying to give everyone free energy, Edison was trying to profit off of it. Capitalism won, America won. So we live in a timeline of humanity where there's only alternating current. Yeah. So I was thinking... Well, maybe ancient Egypt was a direct current. And like, you know, they have all these obelisks. Mm. And which, by the way, there's more ancient Egyptian obelisks in Rome than there are in Egypt. Interesting. And uh, there's a bunch of them. There, one of, I noticed the other day, I was, I was looking at these, so some Instagram account just posting pictures of the Roman Egyptian obelisks. And I noticed that uh, there was this hieroglyph of an owl that's the same as the logo for mm. Drake's OVO record label wonder, something about the owl there's well, a lot of stuff about the owl i wonder if rome ever made it that far out because what is it the way we now look at ancient rome is how the romans looked at ancient egypt like that's how old ancient egypt is so i mean it's possible that some fucking obelisk like well you also have to keep in mind that across the world or something or somebody knew of like how to build it or something like that mm-hmm. ancient egypt or chem was uh supposedly thriving for like thousands of years mm-hmm. so the 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 range of the empires it's a pretty big window okay so uh, that, also that, that movie's called the current war starring uh michael shannon and oh, fucking, Michael Shannon's great. And fucking Tom Holland is in it, and uh, Benedict fucking uh, Cabbage Patch. It's really good. It's, a, it's <laughs> Thomas Edison, George Westinghouse, and it's it's a period piece about the competition to see who has the better delivery I'll system of electricity. That. Check that out. But yeah, but back to John Podesta. So I I, I told I was talking about this before you got here. Oh, I mean you you I, I talked about it again when you when you came in, but uh, when I was researching this episode. Uh, I, I looked at the how I was looking up John Podesta, and there apparently is audio of him torturing a child that I was going to put into the episode, but it, it's so fucked up I couldn't I I I was like no nah, that that would just ruin the episode it's because it's it 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 bothers me like I listened to it and, and it fucked me up I was like oh no I'm not putting that in there because it's so it's brutal so like you can you hear him like he's pouring. Scalding hot water on a child, and he's screaming, yelling him, tell him to stop, and, and just shot. And how people think is John Podesta, because it sounds exactly like him. We don't know if it was him or not, but this is like the the theory that it's <coughs> John Podesta torturing this child. Apparently, there's a video on it, but you cannot look up the video because Frazzle Drip. Yeah, Frazzle Drip. What's that? 
know what I'm talking about? No. No. That was a video of supposedly Hillary Clinton and uh, Kamala Harris torturing a kid together. Oh, I don't know about this. What? And she like cuts his face off and wears it as a mask. See, that's that's a lot of like a lot of a lot of the shit. I never saw anything to make that claim believable. No, but there's there's I mean, Pizzagate, the thing about Pizzagate has a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that is just like people kind of ran with. So like the, the Pizzagate, they said it was debunked, but it was never debunked. There was just like a well, the, 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 it's because the mainstream media changed the definition of the story. So the real Pizzagate story is there's a bunch of kid trafficking going on, and you can tell by looking at this one guy who owns a pizza place, yeah, and starting examining his life and connections. Whereas the media said this guy who owns his pizza place, they're trafficking kids out of the pizza shop. Yeah, which no one ever said he was doing that. No, they just changed the accusation and then said they created a straw man. Yeah, and then they, well, they, they when they run the they run the media, so they they, I'm not talking about the Jews. I'm talking about the people that are fucking kids, which some might be. Jewish. A lot of them are Jews. <laughs> a lot of them are Jews. So let's get into the let's get into pizza again a little bit. So before the 2016 election, WikiLeaks began releasing many of the weird emails that John Podesta was sending to Comet Pizza owner James Elephantis with some of the weird code names used in pedophilic circles. Just like every one of these pedophile networks, people investigate them. Uh, the people that investigate them, and they they tend like these stories tend to go away. Like with the Jeffrey Epstein one, they kill Jeffrey Epstein, arrest Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, but they never mentioned who they were providing underage children to. So that network is still going on. The Pizzagate network was deemed debunked, but it wasn't. They just said it was. They said they. They tried to debunk it when they said, because you remember the guy that went over there with the AR-15? So this yeah. guy walks... Fired a single shot in the ground? He shot a few. So you know what he shot, though, right? He went in there, and he, and he shot... He didn't shoot anybody, but he shot a computer drive and destroyed it. Pretty convenient, right? Huh. So that, that's one of the... That's kind of something in the story that no one ever talks about. I don't remember that. Yeah, look it up. He... He goes he just there. shot around at the floor. Yeah, well, that's what they said. But a computer drive was destroyed. Um, yeah, so so they so he went and searched a base he looked for a basement to to free some kids and they can't find basements there. So that's what we're saying that like, oh, they never said that the kids are there. So and um so there is no basement there that or that they can get to. Apparently, James Elephantis has all these like tunnels in fucking secret rooms, secret basements, all this weird shit there. And he, there is no there is no uh permits that exist that um for for these underground basements that he was digging up, but he's talked about them. So, uh <laughs> some YouTuber did a bunch of research on this too and James Elephant just personally reached out to him and threatened his life. Yeah. So, Pizzagate is still going on as like right now. Uh, John Podesta worked for the Clintons, Bill, uh, Barack Obama, and now he's working for Joe Biden. As we were talking about before, uh, he was just appointed, what, this week to oversee the massive climate distribution of nearly $370 billion in climate and clean energy investments, including the landmark. Uh, this was included in the landmark package that Democrats passed into law, the, the Inflation Reduction Act, 
remember what we were talking about, all the climate and environmental fronts. So like this is, these all, like it's, they all use the same climate, well, not all the same climate uh, companies, but like it's all, or the prof, the, the nonprofits, but it's like they're all, a lot of them are connected. So there is a big connection with Comet Pizza and the Clintons. James Elephantis used to date David Brock, the founder of Media Matters. John Podesta helped Media Matters with Office Space to start Media Matters. Uh, Hillary Clinton helped advise Media Matters, Media Matters in its early stages. It's also they also get their funding from the Open Society Institute, George Soros, and the Joyce Foundation. And Joyce Foundation, we talked about it like a while ago. About I don't remember what episode it was, but Barack Obama was one of the one of the lead. Uh, he was he was on the board. He was like one of the main guys with the Joyce Foundation. I think it might have been the um, fuck. I, I got to go back and see what episode that was on. But yeah, uh, Joyce Foundation funds a lot of stuff with like climate change, whatever. But yeah, like. This is, like, if anyone's going to drink human blood, it seems like George Soros would drink human blood. Oh, yeah. And I don't even mean that in a derogatory way. I'm like, somebody would have the means, motive, and opportunity and know its uh, medicinal qualities. George Soros, it's weird because... That dude's been 86 for 12 years. I'm like... <laughs> he really I'm, has. I know. I'm like, I'm like, why isn't this dude... I don't know. That's why I, I buy into, like, alternate time theories and shit like that. Because some people, you're just like, well, how come... How come the Rolling Stones are still a band? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, those guys should be, like, 200 years old, and somehow they're only, like, in their late 60s. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, they were famous in the 60s. Yeah. It's... And they they just fucking played last November. But it's weird, because, like, people like to talk about George Soros. Like, he's, like, like that. it's just all conspiracy that that he that he funds like local elections and like influence he he influences so much shit but like they try to make like it's this wild conspiracy theory it's not a conspiracy theory it's it's real like that shit's really happening like he was he was funding shit in, in austin i don't remember what he was funding here but he like george soros puts a lot of money in in politics in on the local level so like it's not a conspiracy like he does help influence shit like that's that's crazy just to like hungarian born american yeah. 8.6 billion dollars that's it Ugh. so what does he what like what what does he uh, have in terms of like uh what was it what, what, what is liquidity how about that like how much is it like how much can he fucking pull out of an atm right now his net worth is 8.6 billion he i think he donated like 60 percent of his he donated 32 billion dollars to the open society foundations <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so much more. Yeah, a grant-making network founded and chaired by business magnate George Soros. So all you have to do is create your own five hundred one c three, which costs like sixty five dollars, mm -hmm. and then you can donate to yourself. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you can you pay yourself money. a salary. Then you hide that money. He paid himself. He donated thirty two billion dollars to himself. It's a tax write off. Yeah, and we sent forty billion <laughs> to Ukraine. Like this dude is like literally funding, like giving himself war amounts of money yeah and, it, and it's funny because you're 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 donating money but you put it right back in your pocket it's like when we we're talking about climate change with uh you get to uh, write off 50 percent of donations remember we're talking about so 50 percent of what 15 billion dollars yeah. 
I said he donated like $30 billion, so he did not have to pay taxes on $15 billion. I mean, it's smart. I assume the other $15 billion, he's... Actually, I don't know how that works. Donating your money seems stupid. What? Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to still pay money on half. Yeah. But I guess yeah. you're cutting your tax bracket from by 40%, which he would be making if he's making a million a year minimum. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, if he's only taxed on half, then he's paying twenty percent, which is lower than a eighty six thousand dollar salary. Is and all these people on. he's funding are probably putting through policies that probably pay dividends long term for him. Yeah, like he's like, I need a fucking, I need a building where yeah. I can fucking put kids through a fucking orange juice squeezer and shit <laughs> like that. And these kids are expensive. Jesus. Yeah, he's like, I need, I need to make some money back on that that rent for that building. Yeah, I mean the the only law with a, a charity is the money has to be spent on business expenses so whatever you include in your business plan mm-hmm. to be a business expense can be one yeah fuck that that seems that's Shades dodgy <laughs> <laughs> i mean about to sneeze <laughs> <sighs> fuck so may- i mean um i i think it's important to know all these rules and stuff because we can do it too. We can take advantage of the tax system and use our benefit and play like the one percent. Yeah, it's not just for the rich people. And that was the whole thing with Trump, right? Where they wanted to see his fucking tax statements and shit, and he's like, "It's," and he just like never showed it, which I get. It's not like that motherfucker uses TurboTax. Like all his fucking files would probably fill up this entire complex fucking yeah. ten times over and shit. It's like. It's like, yeah, he use, he's in a fucking tax bracket where he can take advantage of shit that normal people can't take advantage of. And well, it should be that way. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's you. The thing is, you get taxed on your salary. Mm-hmm. That's where the biggest chunk comes out of, income tax. That's a tax coming out of your W-2. Mm-hmm. These rich people are not working salary jobs. That's not how they're making their money. Mm-hmm. I mean... Even if you're the CEO of mm-hmm. a big company, you know, you you choose how much you want to pay yourself. Yeah. And if you want to choose to only pay yourself 60 grand and then donate a bunch of money to... The Clintons. Your own charity yeah. and then pay yourself <laughs> well, another 60 grand. So then you're getting... You're paying a 60 grand tax bracket, but really you're making 120 grand because you're getting two salaries. Well, yeah, and, and, and then you're you're, and fun, it, you're funneling this money into like some of these foundations, like mm-hmm. like what I was saying with the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation. You can funnel as much money as you want. Also, depending on if your company's enormous, you can just pay yourself in stock. Where yeah. it's just like I didn't receive any sketchy money. People, but yeah. I just my company's successful, and I pay myself in stock. So yeah. I didn't receive any shady money from anyone. Yeah. So like, so and Hunter Biden. Uh, did you guys know they're coming out with a movie about him? I heard oh, about that, that. tomorrow. Oh the, oh, the Daily tomorrow. Wire, isn't yeah. it? Didn't yeah, the Daily Wire they, uh, yeah, I read an article about like a bunch of Hollywood. It got like a standing O. I yeah, yeah, people yeah. Loved a, bu- it. a bunch wow, of people in Hollywood yeah. went, and they, but they kept it anonymous. Yeah, it, except it, they name dropped like two random ass people. It's, but, um, well, you, yeah, I mean, if you, it's if, called My Son Hunter. It yeah. comes out tomorrow. Yeah, the trailer for it looks fucking great. Hunter Biden has made paintings that are hanging up in the White House that they've sold for like half a million dollars to Ukraine. So Wait. selling art is a great way to launder money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll just gonna say that, but it is. Um That's it, why people are like I don't get why anyone needs an NFT. Why would you spend a million dollars on a picture of a monkey? 
dude. Super a a million dollars, <laughs> just boom, click a button and you send a million dollars. Yeah, you can just create a an lot arbitrary of rich value on something. It's yeah, like, so so back so back to the to Comet Pizza. Um, the Clinton, like many of the the Clinton fundraisers were held at Comet, Comet Pizza, uh, along with many phone bangs for Barack Obama's presidential runs. There was a photo of Obama playing ping pong with with a young boy at Comet Pizza. Like we've talked about this on the la- the last time you were here, we we're um, we we're talking about this photo. Um, Hillary also paid uh, Alephantis ten thousand dollars for hosting the fundraiser. George Soros also donated eleven thousand six hundred to Comet Pizza through the Pack American Bridge uh, Bridge Twenty First Century. That's such a small amount of money. It is. It, yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, that's that's not that crazy, but I guess it's. I guess they had to show that they did donate money on the books, but I don't know. Either way, James Alephantis has. Like he has an unreal amount of power. In, in I wonder how much cash these people have. Cash? I don't know. I. That's like, I wonder if the, they all the just have move. like vaults. Because that's the easiest way to exchange money anonymously. Yeah. Because you can't track. You can't really track cash. No. Yeah. Like what was it? Obama just sent pallets of fucking cash. To, oh, to Iran. To Iran. So I wonder if he was. That's just, true. Yeah, yeah, that really that happened. happened. He sent literal pallets again. So maybe he just does that. He, <laughs> He's got like a warehouse with like forklift operator guys. They're like, I need, all right, guys, I need because you can't count all that money. If you got that much money, you're just or it just comes from straight yeah. from the Federal Reserve. Yeah, you just like, print it out and I send need it off. Four pallets shipped off to this. Bro, I wish just knowing every time I remember that they're the Federal Reserve is printing like what is it three million dollars a day or something. <laughs> every so time ridiculous. I remember that, I feel so poor. Yeah. Yeah, because I just visualized my bank account just shrinking in comparison to the amount of money that's out there. Yeah, and yeah. that's what what physical money is. What two percent of all the money that it actually exists? Everything else is electronic. Yeah, it's like fuck. There's just there's just money floating in the air. One one of the crazier things about uh, James Elephantis is he's on GQ. He was he was listed as the 49th most powerful person in DC, which is crazy. Like for for context. There are 535 people in Congress. He's more powerful than 486 of them. Yeah. Why? That's not even including, like, the president. So he's known as a art director and a, a pizza, pizza owner. shop owner. Yeah. And he's the most, one of the most influential men in DC. I mean, he's not elected. He doesn't have a constituency, right, that he has yeah. to answer to. Those are All those Congress people, people, those people have people they have they have to answer to. So that's yeah. probably. He's the fucking freelance p- cop. <laughs> just <laughs> blowing people's heads off. Yes. Taking yeah. the paycheck. Bringing it back. That's, that's Imagine a whole city of just dudes like that. Yeah. So, awesome. Oh, I wanted to mention something else. Do you guys remember the Wayfarer thing? Mm-hmm. When they yes. said they were trafficking kids. Like, do you want a bookshelf for fucking like $50,000? Yeah. <laughs> and it was named after missing kids? Yeah. Yes, yes. Fucking crazy. What happened to that, so anyways, that story disappeared? One of the, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I followed it and I confirmed everything was true. And then I followed their stock price and it went up. <laughs> And now you have a $50,000 bookshelf that's now worth $200,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah so- it came with its own builder. <laughs> it's stained in human blood. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's like a mural. But so they had a bunch of references to Haiti in the pictures. There was like... Made of Haitian wood. Wink, wink. Like, like a picture yeah. frame and it would say like, sending love from Haiti or something. Oh. And, and, and there was also like books on the bookshelf that you zoom in and you're like, Oh, this book is about, uh, 
pedophilic love interest. It's like voodoo pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of books. Yeah, it's so like it's dude, like, voodoo is a lot of the they use those voodoo practices with yeah. like like a voodoo doll, you know, like using someone's hair and like yeah, bl- drinking blood and stuff. It's like the, the, that originated in Africa, voodoo. Yeah, but then also something, dude. The more research I do into Judaism, the more anti-Semitic I become. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's the term blood libel. Yeah, which is defined as a false accusation that certain Jews drank the blood of an Aryan child. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just very interesting that the name they've already put in the name that it's a lie. So before you even know what it means, you know that it's supposed to be not true. Yeah. And that seems very suspicious to me. So, and then I did some research on the blood libel and the, um, the book that Hitler and the 9-11 terrorists both read. It was called... The Secret. The Elders <laughs> the elders of the Scrolls of Zion. Yeah. And it was yeah. a reported... Coop's really into that. Dude, <laughs> it's... Uh, you, if you look that up on YouTube, you'll see a bunch of videos about it. Cult, one of my favorites... of the Elders of Zion? Elders of Scrolls of Zion. Yeah, it's the... Yeah. Um, you will not be able to find any excerpts from it if you look on Google. On YouTube, every single video, they'll just go through what the book says, and then every line, they'll be like, this completely racist lie. And it's like, well, okay, well, man. That, you're, that's how you're they like smeared really, David Icke. That's, that's how they, they smeared him. But it's like, dude, you're just going way over the top to tell me every single thing is racist and a lie. If you're trying this hard to remind me that it's not true... It makes me think it might be true. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of same. The only reason I think communism might work is because the U.S. has tried so hard to end it so many times. See, this is why whenever I, I like theoretically communism, totally against it. But mm-hmm. if you look at the history of America's action on communism, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, the, there's this thing, uh, the protocols of the elders of Zion. Yeah, that's by, a, by this channel from by a guy named Yad. Vashim, and it has one of those like, you know, one of these fucking things like, where it's like, oh, uh, anything that's yeah, about COVID or something like that. It's like, see, what's that one about? This one, uh, it, it gives you context from like they're like, oh, this is protocols of the elders of Zion, also called protocols of the learned elders of Zion, fraudulent document that serves as a pretext and rationale for anti-Semitism, mainly in the early 20th century. So even in its little fucking like, here's context for about what you're about to see. Anyone who sets up a video, like let me explain what you're about to see. I know it's full of fucking shit. Cause it's like, let yeah. me watch it. Yeah. Another thing is, so the, if you read through the, the documents, they're uh, a Russian spy that was hiding in a room of Jews or something. That's like the story behind it with a, with a voice recorder. Uh-huh. And these Jews are talking about how they're going to peacefully gain power by invading all the major nations and taking control of the media and the banks and the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. And they're saying how these lies are being reported. And you're like, bro, that's true. Look at, look at the world today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to recommend two things for you to watch because I think you'd love them just based on what I've heard today. Uh, One is a a mini series from 1983 called V about a reptilian race that comes from space disguised as human beings. And they basically, 
convince the government and media, they take over everything and convince them to basically cause martial law. And then they end up wanting to just take all the water from earth and eat everybody. Fuck. That sounds awesome. And then, uh, another movie, a French film called martyrs where they basically just, uh, there's this thing called the martyr where they basically take a woman and torture her until she has this, this revelation that you can only see in the eyes. And it's like really rare. And all these rich people basically pay a lot of money to have a woman tortured until that thing you were describing when like they fucking make the kids scared until it releases the thing in their brain. And it's like, they basically do that in the movie, but they do it to this woman. It's, it's very long movie. So you watch this woman just get tortured until she has this, she doesn't even feel pain anymore. Like her brain is like in this transcendent state. And you see from her point of view, it's like the world opens up into this infinite fucking space. Like she's not even on earth anymore. So, so speaking of like, Whoa. like, so watch, <laughs> watch those two things. You'll love it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. But you, you can't talk about what I've been talking about without getting called anti-Semitic, but well, I'm Jewish, so I can say it. I was, you know, whenever I lost my job, I was like thinking about finding like Orthodox Jews and becoming like a, a, a Shabbos goyo, goyim. So you just think you're so like, walking I, with like, your fucking do, beard? Do you need me to like turn your lights on? I'll do that. You need me to turn on your your fucking because like, they can't use yeah, electricity. Yeah, you can't, so you can't I was use gonna, electricity on the yeah, Sabbath. Why don't, don't they just have, a, why don't they just have the clapper? That seems like that's still not, work. They can't, they can't touch anything. It. You can't do anything that's considered work. But you're not touching it. But you're, you're not clapping. allowed to have electricity. But uh, but a goy can come in and turn your lights on. You're like, oh, like there's like this weird kind of it's uh, a workaround. It's workarounds. Yeah. That's that's such a Jewish. Sorry, thing I'm only allowed to have employees today. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird one, but like, it, anyways. So like, well, kind of like what we're talking about about investigating and looking into shit because the FBI just refuses to look into this. So like, a lot of people online started doing the work for them. So uh, so a lot of people like pulled up Elephantis his, his, his Instagram posts. Uh, like there was like a lot of weird shit. Like, I mean, we talked about this on a few episodes. Like there's like screenshots of, uh, of photos on Instagram. He would take photos of babies, toddlers, young children, and like these really weird poses. Like one photo had a infant holding a packs of have you cash of, in its mouth and the kid with the, that's t his hands are taped down. And have like, you, have you heard of Peter Nygaard? Why does that sound familiar? He was the Canadian Jeffrey Epstein. Is, oh, shit. He got caught for the exact same shit Epstein did in Canada. Yes, I think, I think we might have talked about him. I think we might have brought him up, but a video came out recently where he is talking to, like, four black women with another old white guy, and he's basically saying that, like, black women have a monopoly on dad ass and <laughs> he wanted to buy their Thanks. eggs and he's like she's like how much are we talking and he's like how about two hundred dollars and i'm like wow you fucking low-balling piece of shit yeah that's right. you're a fucking billionaire and that's in canadian money disgusting yeah. <laughs> and then and then the other white guy was i think one of them brought it up to like 60 grand immediately and then he's like all right that, yeah that's <laughs> is that him peter nygaard yeah he looks like Gary Oldman. What, is, what does it say he does? Uh, Peter Peter Nygaard. Let's see. 
Finnish Canadian fashion executive. Hmm. Mm. In 19 19- like fashion executive, just like Lex Wessner. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah. He founded Nygaard International, a Winnipeg-based company that made women's apparel. 2020, Nygaard was accused of long-term sex trafficking, rape, and racketeering after the FBI raided his company's offices in New York City. Later that year, he was formally charged and arrested on sex trafficking, racketeering what year was charges. This? this was 2020. 2020. So same time as Holy Steve. shit. Yeah. yeah. Including allegations of sex trafficking involving, involving minors. So, it, like, how did the how did Epstein and this guy not know each other? Like, well, so oh, the way Alex Jones put it was that they had a different Epstein, they had a, a bunch of different Epsteins all mm. over the country. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Or all over the world. Like yeah. Like, franchise. This is like what we were talking about where there's like the, the West Coast version. So you got the Hollywood one. And then you have the one, like the the ones in like Nebraska and, and DC, the, like the Franklin scandal stuff. And then you have the more modern stuff with with Epstein. Like Epstein was, he was more international. Like he was in France, New York, uh, different places in Europe. I can't remember where, but he he had like five different houses, like globally. And then you had Epstein? stuff, yeah. And then he had all he the, had the stuff. little St. James. He had the you know he owned a whole island, Florida. He had he had the, one in New Mexico. I know this is all in the United States, but that, but then he had he has like a fuck dude. The, the fucking Peter Nygaard also had an island in the Bahamas. Oh, and you know who else does? He's too? exactly like Epstein. Uh, what's his name? Richard Branson. His his uh, island is right next door to Little Jean, St James Island, so that mm. that's and he was supposedly involved with some of this. Shit I haven't too. heard anything about him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's deeply into it. Although his company is literally called Virgin. Yeah, that's true. So, Fuck, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> and, and it look and it looks like it's written in like blood. red blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Why haven't we oh, talked about this? That's the right, fucking star seed. It was right in front of us forever. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I wish I would have put more of the Richard Branson stuff in here. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta do a deep dive into him. Yeah. Um yeah, but um, we're kind of wrapping this one up, but I I wanna talk about a little bit of these underground tunnels at Comet Pizza. Dude, so, if I get any more famous, I can't talk about this stuff anymore. I'm gonna get assassinated. <laughs> is it, that's right. We'll just pixelate your face and give you give you like monster voice. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a fake mustache and be like, "Hello, guys." <laughs> is that Coop? <laughs> yeah, we'll just put Coop's face. We'll deep fake Coop's face onto yours. Yeah. So t- so Coop can take the hit for being an anti Yeah. Let, let, let's do a little <laughs> little talking uh, so we can pretend you're Coop. Hey, Coop, remember you, you got gonorrhea? What was that like? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Uh, so these these underground tunnels, uh, Elephantis posted a photo on social media of underground chambers where workers are digging holes below his restaurant. I, I don't know if you've ever seen his his Instagram, like the ones that, that people screenshotted. I have. But he always had these really weird photos, and he would be like, he would... He would kind of like put stuff out like they're real tongue in cheek. Like he, was, he had a lot of pictures of children looking like they were being restrained. He also had. That, have you ever seen that German doll where it had like its mouth open, like it's but it was like of a child. It was like a child doll. No, but it looks like a sex doll. It's fucking weird. Ugh. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so he had a bunch of weird shit. Um, but like I was saying earlier, there's no photos of these these uh, these these underground like basements that he had. 
that he, that he had photos of. He also had a fucking kill room because it said hashtag kill room. You ever mm-hmm. seen that one? There, yeah. There's that one. And uh, um, that's apparently that's the uh, garage of the Pegasus Museum. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Some guy did uh, some research and went there on foot and said, like, the lighting and the, the shape matches. Fuck. Yeah. Um, that And it wasn't until he started researching the Pegasus Museum that Elephantus started threatening him. Yeah. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, that's right. I remember talking about this. Um, and then Elephantus, he actually jokes about filling uh, in the dugout holes that, that he did, that the photos <coughs> with dead children. So he had that on there. Like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to put kids in there. Weird. Um, so this is field speculation that an abandoned subway system in D.C. is being used to traffic these children, like we were saying earlier. The the whole block filled with all the, the, the all, all like the, the Haiti place and the other pizza place where, where it has a pedophile signed. So, yeah. So the point of all of this is to put it all out there. This is a deep fucking rabbit hole. Like this is this is like kind of like the tip of the iceberg. So like you like we can go even deeper into this. You could do like five episodes on this, but this is basically just all the general stuff about this. So I kind of invite <clears throat> invite you just to like research all this stuff. It's fucked up. It was never debunked. So look into it. It's a wild one. It's gonna piss you off and it's gonna gross you out. It's gonna give you nightmares. All the above. Yeah, my advice is don't research any of this. <laughs> live live your life happily. You can, or you'd be like me, where I got to look up really fucked up shit. Um, the, the thing, one of the, the main proofs of all this stuff is, like, all the money that's involved with it. You can follow the money. You can see all the people that invested, uh, who, who had fundraisers there, and, like, just the George Soros connections. You got the Clintons, of course. Like, um. Uh, Oceana, like all this stuff, they're all connected. But yeah, we'll we'll end it there. Look into it. Um, before we go, it, it was was there anything you want to promote, Eli Halpern? Which we never we never really introduced you. We just kind of <laughs> went into it. <laughs> we'll just put it on the bottom of the screen. We'll yeah, have a, I mean, we'll we have can. a Chiron. Go subscribe to my podcast, Caspergers. I don't really do that many episodes anymore, but go back and listen to the old ones. They're good. And uh, goldencricket.com. Goldencricket.com. See, the last episode, you were like, I don't want to put my company out there. <laughs> it's out there now. Uh, what's going on with Skeleton Factory? You got anything going on right now? I'm finishing up the second part of V, the miniseries from 1983. And I'm also, uh, what was the other thing I was going to look up? Uh, <sighs> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to try to touch on the Radio Flyer conspiracy. The, the movie, because the uh, the little kid at the end dies, and they don't explain why he dies. And that, oh, really? Yeah, it's really kind of up in the air, literally. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> and that's a and that's a Skeleton Factory podcast, cult film podcast, Skeleton underscore Factory on Instagram. Oh, shit. I got to take a call. Yeah, you, you, can, take, you can take off. We're, we're, we're just ending right here. Um, right. Yeah, so so just, just check us out. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Eli. Good to yeah, see you, man. We'll, we'll, so that's Eli Halpern, everybody. Special guest. And also, you can follow Con Man at Con underscore man underscore podcast on Instagram, uh, on Twitter at Con Man Podcast 1.
patreon.com forward slash conman podcast. Um, also, speaking of uh, Patreon users, let's let's kind of let, let, let's get some shout outs to our people. So let's go to. So we'll start off. Let, let's start off with the uh, Gulag Gang. So we got. Um, well, before that, let's talk about. Uh, we have Max, who's not in any of the any of the tiers. We have. Woodsman, 1975 with $3 tier. Thomas, Olin Miller, Mike M., Mike Terpstra, David Osbernson, uh, Adam Rumpf, the $3 tier. Oh, wow. What is this? Someone, someone gave us $40. Oh, that's weird. When did that happen? So in, in the $10 tier, we have uh, This Is Colin, Keith Kaler, Jonathan, uh, who else? John E. Smith, Jeff Newquit, David Jones, David Klein, who we talked about earlier. What's up, David? Hey, David. Uh, Dakota Robbins, fake Dakota. Uh, Brian Morabi, Ben Garcia, and that 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 finishes off the ten dollar uh, Wrestle El Amnesio tier, which which he's. He's been a no show. He's been fuck busy. What the fuck's going on with that guy? He's been he's been doing uh, dark matches with Chris Jericho on uh, AEW. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, finish this off uh, with the mega group. We got Patrick uh, Frazenberg, Matt Spears, Matt Royston, Lucas R, and Itamashi Chan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so keep. Uh, keep um, subscribing to the Patreon. It helps out a lot. It's this is gonna help us pay for all this stuff in in this in this studio that we are building. That if you're on YouTube or Odyssey, you could see where we're at right now. So yeah, so it's uh so if you're if you're not a patron at Patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory, I'll get that money one way or the other. Yeah, and I'll I'll launder it through Conman Podcast. <laughs> so you don't have to support the show. Yeah. Keep keep uh, supporting our our shows. We're we're building something over here. Check out Skeleton Factory and check us out. Comment podcast, YouTube, Odyssey. Um, on my Instagram, I have I have the link tree. So if if you don't remember all this stuff, go to Instagram and then it'll be all there. Yeah. Thanks for checking out the show. We'll see how this video comes out. I'm recording it from my phone, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll check you on the next one, guys. See you at Patreon. Bye-bye.